Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language, so please be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Check us out on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. That's at Hanging with Apes. Then go on over to our website. Sign up for our newsletter. That's HangingWithApes.com. We are now on Spotify. So check us out on Spotify. Let everybody know that we're out there. Let everybody know what your favorite podcast is. Rate and drop a comment on iTunes. All that good stuff. We appreciate the support greatly. In today's episode, we got a lot to cover. It's going to be a fun episode. It's a wide range of topics, but it's going to—it's all going to mesh together somehow. We're going to talk about TDS. What is TDS? Something that's been talked about a lot lately. It's called Trump Derangement Syndrome. So we're going to get into that a little bit. What is it? Where did it come from? Do you suffer from it? Then we're going to talk about Democrats. We're going to talk about where they stand, how it looks for them, where they're going, and we're going to give a bunch of examples of why it's not looking so good for them, including a list that CNN produced as far as the best Democratic possible candidates for 2020, presidential candidates. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into a little bit of uh, how they're running certain states and cities talk about that a little bit and then we're going to talk about one of our favorite people in radio Charlemagne the God two different sides of Charlemagne in one aspect we're going to talk about and give a critique about something he said in terms of the NFL and the Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott and on the other hand we're going to defend him against somebody that's calling him a rapist yes crazy stuff a lot to go over, a lot yeah, to talk about. Yeah, fun, yeah. packed episode. So where would you like to start? It's because be fun. that was a long intro. Uh, let's do the Trump, uh, Trump derangement uh, syndrome. Okay. Because um, I'm feeling deranged. <laughs> do you know people that have TDS? Do you suffer from TDS? Is there medication for TDS? What I is, don't think I know. What is TDS? What please, is TDS? Please explain. Well, shit. I don't think I know anybody. That has TDS. Really? I, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think I, I know people that critique him and don't like him, but I don't think that I would. I know people that have TDS. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't. I'm trying to think. I'm not, I'm not surprised you don't have TDS. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't know people that have I TDS. I got it, baby. I fucking got it. No. Now, just, just so we're clear, it, this is not a <laughs> coined medical term. This is just something that has come up. <laughs> From, from a few people talking about it. It's a thing on the internet, Trump derangement syndrome. It's not, you won't find it in a medical book. The, if you go to the mayoclinic.com, it's not going to be there. But it is something that, as described, people seem to suffer from. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we, we do have, we have uh, people that have been on this show as guests that, that I think would fall under that. But like on, on a day-to-day basis, I'm actually a little shocked to think that I don't really know anyone. I know, like I said, I, I, people that just don't like him or don't like his policies. But I guess Trump derangement syndrome—that's when, like, you take it to the, to a whole nother level, where like you 
you hate the guy even if you're just going to hate him regardless of what he does. Well, the way that I look at, at Trump derangement syndrome is is pretty much somebody that doesn't concede to the points made about the positives that Trump does. So like because because their hatred for him is so is so, you know, just powerful in them. So, yeah. for an example, like we'll, we'll right here, the article it says, let's what what TDS is is a like, uh, Trump derangement syndrome or TDS. This is from Yahoo. Trump derangement syndrome or TDS is a term that has been used by many president supporters and the president himself to describe what they consider hysterical liberal oppression. So, for uh, oppression, opposition. So, for instance, so so for instance. Op hysterical liberal opposition so the opposition in terms of like anything he does you're against it even right. it, to some degree if it benefits you you're against it just because it's coming from him which yeah. we've given sort of satirical examples of that in the past of how like the man can like jump in the ocean and save a hundred babies and somebody no. will still find something wrong with how, how he, he went he could have saved it. more Right. That's what I say. Right. But whatever. Or he only <laughs> saved the white babies, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Only the white babies. No, but yeah, it's, and that's the thing to me like you can you can be uh critical of some of his policies because I don't really think really there's been any president who's who I, I would hope that people just agree with every policy that he has, you know, like you're not going to people are so different that they're not going to agree on everything, on every single thing on abortion. On, on tariffs, on taxes, on health care, on, I mean, what, uh, foreign policy, how to handle all these things. So, you know, and, and a guy that, that I feel like that, that has, you know, been on Trump's side certain times and, and hasn't is like a guy like Ben Shapiro, you know. And I think that's that's fine. Even Even Bill Maher has a problem with some of the left's ways. And I like that. I like, you know, as far well, as when but, it comes but, to free speech. But thing was Bill Maher. He hates Trump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, I, I think he suffers from, yeah. from TDS because. He, he does. He, he, like, he, he'll never say anything good that Trump does. Like, Bill Maher has problems with how the left operates in terms of, you know, this PC culture and a little bit of the Me Too movement and all that, that craziness, that, that real fringe craziness. Yeah. And his, what he says all the time and he even said it in his latest stand-up which is pretty decent by the way live from oklahoma yep. but he says that all that shit is gonna make it hard for the democrats to win in the future yes and so but as far as w where where he stands when it comes to trump he's very one-sided and he's totally against trump in all in all respects yeah and you know what you saw that when he had Ben Shapiro on the show because a lot of the times Ben Shapiro and even Ben Shapiro's like, I can't even believe I'm defending this man. Like I can't I can't believe I'm the guy that that's on Trump's corner right now. Um because there was stuff that Ben Shapiro would say that were facts. I mean, it was just factual information and then and then Bill Maher would kind of just switch it to another conversation yeah. or to another topic. And yeah, and that's bad. Because again, if it benefits Americans, that's that's good, isn't isn't that good? 
or or if there's more sides to to, to the to the story you know russia is a perfect example yes when trump talks he seems a lot friendlier than his policy which is a lot actually way more aggressive than than any of the last presidents absolutely on russia so if you can't distinguish that then that means you're not looking you know you're you're not you're you're stuck at the surface level because i mean what dude armed ukraine i mean they they've they've sanctioned russia on 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 so many things actually just today there was an article on uh because they had sanctions i think on like a steel or like tariffs on like a steel company on russia and, and russia had to sell all that's all, all that uh u.s debt i guess they were like yeah we don't we don't want any of it that's not russia friendly you know so what are we talking here because dude they're kind of having like a a, a f- what what seems like oh yeah yeah we're not we're not fighting but really you are though you know it's like it, it's exactly kind of like a cold war type so and and that's that's where i i i don't like what people do is is they'll just look at the headlines and be like oh whatever trump is i don't like it the I, economy has grown i don't like it and i think to a certain degree the media has trump derangement syndrome yeah and i think they recognized it early cuz that was the one thing that pretty much was set in stone even even during the campaigning the whole fake news thing came in but then like you you really like he solidified when he won that I'm going to war against media. So everything is catered towards like you want to play in in sensational sensationalize everything. I'm going to give you what you can sens- sensationalize. And then I mean it's and he, pretty safe to know, say that he's He knows winning. how to play them. Yeah. You know, chess-wise he he's very good at playing them and which is something we were talking about but right before we started the episode as far as what do we think about the situation right now between him and Michael Cohen, his his longtime attorney. It's yeah. like you, you got certain aspects of it where it's like, oh, okay, he's Cohen is turning against him. Yeah. And then I and then that's when I told you it to me it seems like a lot of this is staged. A lot of it is like pieces that are put in the right place because you, they know how the media is going to react and at the end of the day it's nothing it's they're like fucking shadow boxing there's <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing there and and you've seen that over and over again we got him we got him and over again and you, you would think anything. by now the media would be way more toned down in terms of the way they put the headlines out you know what i'm saying yeah but but it's it's not and, and it's so funny because it, it even gets me sometimes it's like i'll see the headline and i'm like damn this doesn't look good and then you yeah. look into it or read about it or hear it and it's like what that's it that's what you, that's your grand this your, was your, what you thought your, was amazing this, this was your haymaker no there's nothing it kind of reminds me of this episode in the simpsons where like uh they have like uh comparing bart and this rat and it's like the rat gets elect- electrocuted and it learns not to do that again. But then Bart just keeps going and getting electrocuted and electrocuted. Was that and, Bart or Homer? Uh, I think it was Bart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Homer thing. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> does. But Bart kept doing it. And I was like, damn, this is a perfect example of what the media is right now. Yeah. They just keep taking the bait. And, and, and that's bad because you're really giving him the win, which then 
kind of coincides with with uh, the list you you were showing me yeah. earlier, which is the whole like the what what, what was the title the the one hundred uh, definitive Democrats for twenty twenty. Yeah, so let me let me pull it up right here. So the the article is from CNN, and it's the definitive ranking of twenty twenty Democrats. So obviously presidential. Yeah. Democrats. I'm only gonna go over the top five because the 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 bottom five are not even like really worth mentioning. Yeah. So number five, Bernie Sanders. Number four, Kirsten Gillibrand. Number three, Kamala Harris. Number two, Elizabeth Warren. And number one, Joe Biden. Now, one thing that is very, very funny about this article is that they put Bernie Sanders, even though I think everybody would agree that he should probably be number one or two. Yeah. For the Democrats, at yeah. least. I don't fuck with dude, but yeah. for them and for what they're on, I would say that he would be number one or two. Yeah. They don't want him number one. They, well, they don't rank him number one or two because he's a white cisgender male. <laughs> but their number one rating is Joe Biden, who is also a white cisgender older male. So that shit makes no sense at all. And I'll take I don't know over. why Joe Biden, though. I don't know why. I... I I kind of feel like maybe they're saying Joe Biden just because he kind of has an attitude that maybe might they feel like can go toe to toe with Trump's attitude in yeah. terms of of uh just being sort of outspoken if yeah. you will. But no, it's Joe Biden is agree. not the same kind of like outspoken like honestly like as crazy as this is going to sound, Trump's mm -hmm. outspokenness, there's like a swag to it almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and Joe Biden is just like, uh, to me, Joe Biden just kind of more so comes off as like a loud, grumpy old man. <laughs> I don't get the, I don't get the. It's not like, the like Trump moves the crowd like Joe Biden really doesn't. Yeah, uh, it's different. Trump has like that WWE personality, like like he's a character. Yeah. Joe Biden is not that. I would actually argue that Bernie Sanders is more of a character than Joe Biden, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Now, absolutely, he is. Do, would you say who do you say out of the top five would have the the least DTS? Uh, Bernie, I'd say. I would agree whoa, with whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know much about Kirsten Gillibrand, so let me just make, put that out there and say that I don't I don't know much about her. Yeah. So I out of the the four in the top five that that I know quite well, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, and Joe Biden, I know these four very well. Yeah. Bernie Sanders has the least DTS, and he has quite a bit of DTS himself. Yeah. But he has the least. Yeah. Because I've actually heard him say semi good things about Trump. Nothing, nothing like not not praising him or or anything too too graceful, but yeah. but somewhat. But no, the the rest is just pure hatred towards the man. Yeah. Now, I, I feel like Bernie doesn't get a. Do you feel that like he gets a lot of love from the left? As far as like the 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 people in the left like not 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 the supporters of the left but i guess like 
yeah i see what you're saying yeah well he's he definitely is like uh outside the box character well well even even trump i think highlighted that point and and that's one of the reasons why trump felt that so many bernie supporters would become trump supporters is because they are both sort of against the establishment yeah more populist too yeah, so so yeah, in in terms of the establishment fucking with him, no, you don't see the establishment fucking with Bernie a lot. Um but that is starting to be favorable for him because you're starting to get like the more fringe people like the yeah. the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, people like her and then she's a Bernie supporter obviously and she would kind of fall more under that umbrella. Yeah. But um but yeah, the establishment, no, not I, so much. I was actually a little surprised she wasn't higher on the list just because... Not for president, though? Uh, well, well is, is this for is this for presidency? Or, or is this just... Oh, oh, for 2020, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, nah, she, she's yeah, young, nah. but... Nah, but the hell no, nah, not even close. If, if they put her on the list, oh my God, this is that's fucking crazy. But listen, they're so desperate that I'm still surprised she didn't crack the top 15 at least. Top 10, top 15. Just because they're that desperate, because she's they she's had a lot of airtime. Nah, she don't. She wouldn't. She don't stand the chance. That's craziness. Yeah, and then the who was it? Uh, the younger the Kennedy. I forgot his first name. That they had him speak after, after the State of the, the, State the Union. Of the Union. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I think I think that they kind of realized that people weren't fucking with it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're 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 moving on." Yeah, because I haven't seen him. It was a, it was the same. He was like a ginger, right? He had like orange <laughs> hair and shit. Like, yeah, and it was weird because like dude was kind of like slobbering or some shit. Like, dude yeah, was just like, like, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Help me. He had rabies or some shit. He <laughs> <laughs> said rabies. It reminded me of the the first State of the Union address from Obama where like the Republicans were running around trying to find like a brown person and then they got the Indian dude. What was his name? Because uh, um, he... Uh, I know who you're the the <sighs> guy from the guy from Louisiana. Yeah, he, what I, was he the governor? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember his name for the life of me. <laughs> I know who I know. I know who you're talking about. Though. But, but he was actually pretty good. Yeah, though. yeah, he he was good. But the thing is, people generally, I I, I noticed that were like, oh yeah, the, the, they're just trying too hard because they're trying to get like someone brown and and I guess the Republicans saw that and they're like, yeah, we're not going this route. But yeah. I, I, for, I forgot his name. Was it like uh, I can't I can't think of it. But but I think it was that 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 whole thing. Like they they because I remember the first time I saw Obama speak, I was like, oh shit, now that's scary. Because like, what do you mean? Just the way he talked, like you could just tell, like this dude was destined to be. You know, you know when people like uh like that's how I felt about The Rock when he first started right in, in wrestling mm-hmm. or. Or when you hear certain people, when I heard Ben Shapiro, like he's such a good debater, I'm like, damn, this guy's destined, like the, his charisma and the way he his craft is. So when I heard Obama talk for the first time, I remember he was the center, and it was like, I forgot, I forgot where it was. I think dude, it was like dude's name was Bobby Jindal. Jindal, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Where the fuck are you, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, we don't know where the hell you are, but hopefully you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, I remember when I heard Obama speak, I was like, yeah, they're probably gonna yeah. back him up. Yeah, a lot ASAP. of a lot of people bought into that whole thing, and and we even knew about him kind of 
before because because remember during that time uh our social science teacher was like a huge obama guy yeah remember yeah dude saw him coming yeah yeah i'll, I'll give him credit for that i mean yeah despite was, all yeah. like his fucking leftist propaganda like he did he did see like dude because i even think he said that he this guy is going to be a president whatever whatever i yeah but the thing is i think within the the inner circuits and the inner circles of the left i think they saw it like like the intelligentsia and, and 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 professors and teachers and and all these people they saw that they were going to push somebody like very, very left. Because if you think about it, yeah. the right has kind of been on top for the most part for quite a while. Because if you, even if you go back to, to if you, all right, let's go back to, well, let's go, let's go to Reagan. No, no, no. no. Let's, let's go to Carter. Yeah. You got Jimmy Carter, very, 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 very left. Yeah. Horrible job. Did a horrible job. Reagan comes in. Two terms. Reagan does great. Uh, one of the greatest presidents of the uh, ever in the nation, if not the greatest, like, arguably. So then you have after that you have George Bush Senior. He does one term. Yeah. Then after that you have Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton runs, but Bill Clinton pretty much runs as a as a moderate Republican almost. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or or or. A very very centered liberal you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Uh, on crime on welfare on a lot of that stuff yeah so even that even though even though he was a democratic president a lot of the stuff that he was talking about and stood for was a little bit closer were more way more closer to the right actually yeah then after him Al Gore didn't win Bush won yeah you know what I'm saying twice Bush won twice and then after Bush Obama came in and really really the reason the the two biggest hiccups with Bush the two biggest hiccups with Bush yeah. that probably it would have made it like a a, a shoe in for 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 McCain was yeah. the 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 two biggest hiccups was obviously the war in Iraq yeah. like that was like a big hiccup and then and then the whole recession because yeah. right when Bush was leaving that's when the recession kicked off and then they came up, you know, the, then Obama was coming up and then like the whole stimulus package and all that garbage. And but, obviously he wasn't co-signed by Kanye, which was a big blow to his. <laughs> <laughs> right. Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, that was bad timing for and all then, of that. And then Obama two terms and then and then Trump's. But if you look at that, that's a lot of right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot, yeah. a, a lot of, you know, right leaning politics in, in all those names that, that we had mentioned. Yeah, and even Obama, like Obama was really like the only thing that the left has had. Because he did terrible when it came to primaries, like or when it came to other elections. Like, the Republicans pretty much destroyed. What do you mean he did terrible with other elections? With, with uh, Well, not, not presidential elections, but remember during the... Uh, oh, like uh, the midterm yeah, elections? Yeah, the midterm elections and all that, like, Republicans... Well, he had like a year, right, or two, like before, like the Republicans took over. Two. It was two years, yeah. And it, after that, it was harder for him to. The, okay. All they passed was the health care bill. Right, and I think I think he went. I think Obama went 
from like like a legislative president the first two years like oh like let, let's get this legislature let's get this let's get this yeah it went from that to be more of like a cultural president and yes. then it's like oh, all right well i can't do things I, I my executive power only goes so far yeah and then now the legislative the legislative side of things is not in my favor because i don't have the majority votes so now it's like it's all culture and then that's when like the whole, you know, you get the Black Lives Matter and, yeah. and all of this stuff. That's what he became. Right now, though, for Trump, I think, I think, because Trump started off very, like, very executive. Like, yeah. I'm boom, signing boom, this, boom, I'm boom, signing boom. this, I'm signing this, I'm signing this. Then, now it's looking like he's kind of pivoting more towards, like, being more of, like, a judicial president. Like, yeah. like with the Supreme Court, laws the wall like like ju judicial side yeah. and i think culturally the cult culture is changing on its own i don't think trump yeah. too much seeks to change culture i think it's happening kind of organically yeah 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 but if 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 um if the, the republicans win the midterms he's going to it's going to be very it's going to be all legislature and like it's going to be crazy for the democrats honestly and what we've talked about this the Democratic Party, like as we know it, if if in the 2018 midterm elections the the the, the Republicans win, yeah, the Democratic Party as it is now is over with. It's done. What'll happen is like all this craziness that they stand for now, yeah, that's getting kicked out of the window, and like they're gonna have to find them a Bill Clinton, and like they're gonna have to yeah. rebuild. And we talked about that, and and and, and this list kind of shows that they're kind of taking the wrong route. The wrong to, to route. Twenty twenty. In in terms of in terms of president. So what we, to me, what's what's important is is these two thousand eighteen midterm elections. Yeah. Because honestly, unless like Trump royally fucks up, I don't really see any of those top five having much of a chance. Yeah. And then. What I think is gonna what was what adds to that is what you see around the nation in terms of what what the 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 left does when they get in power and and a perfect example of that is no. is a recent video that I've seen from uh, from uh, Paul Joseph Watson calling he's a, it, oh. I think the video on YouTube is called San Francisco is a shithole <laughs> and he talks about how. The newly elected mayor of San Francisco is well aware of the problems that San Francisco is facing. The the crazy property uh, prices, the crazy taxes. There's homeless everywhere. Needles, syringes everywhere. Shit. Ho human feces everywhere. Yeah. And and he even tells the people in the video, go to the San Francisco website where like people residents can like issue complaints and you see pictures and pictures of shit that that, that people take i thought sending it to the city letting them know like there's human shit on the streets <laughs> i thought that you were gonna say look you look at the pictures you don't know, like when you go to like a the city of chicago or whatever has like the skyline uh -huh. you're just gonna see streets of shit <laughs> might as well might as well right might as well Damn, so people are really complaining like that. Yes, yes, it's bad. And and uh, there there was a a news outlet that that did a, a piece, and they went there, and they walked. Uh, I don't know what the radius that they walked of the city, and they said that yeah. almost on every block that they walked on, yeah, 
it was like horrible, horrible garbage everywhere or shit in the streets, human shit. And like there was even one where they took a picture. It was like a heft, not a hefty bag, uh, uh, just a big garbage, clear garbage bag yeah. of was like full of shit, full of feces, just oozing out onto the street. Oh, some India shit. And then, yeah, third world country shit, exactly. And then what's crazy about that yeah. is the mayor, she's well aware of it, but she doesn't she's cool state any plan of, like, yeah. booting these people from the streets, getting them out of, of, of these areas where these people are paying all these high taxes and all of that stuff. And her only plan or proposal so far as it stands is to open up gyms or rec centers at night, staff them with medical staff paid for by tax dollars to provide a place for these dope fiends to go and shoot up. And the medical staff is there to prevent them from ODing. But now now, it it just sounds crazy. It just sounds crazy to say like it, it, it just sounds like just insane to say. But the thing is this, that is going to, if if they, if the Democrat, if the Republicans win in 2018 midterms, that's, it, that's it can't, with, yeah. it can't, you know, you like, too up, many yeah. people are catching wind of, of, of this, of well, this nonsense yeah. or these, these crazy laws. You're paying all this rent. You're paying all this, you know, like it, it's just, it, everything is expensive. Taxes are expensive. It's kind of the same problem here. I mean, there's not sh- human feces on the floor, but like potholes. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. crime rampant, and it's like, oh, well, we got a bag tax and we have a bottled water tax, and then you know, and then, what the f- tax you got taxes for breathing now. And then what's crazy is, as you know, California is is a leftist haven, so you have that, and then you have in Santa Barbara a law passed where you could serve up to six months in jail or pay a thousand dollar fine. For for straws, yeah. <laughs> now they have a straw ban. What? So you're going after straws, straws, but this is okay. Yeah. How do you think you're gonna win? Their whole philosophy behind the straw ban is that it eliminates waste. Even though there have been plenty of economists and scientists that have come out and said that straws only account for like. 0.02% of like all the Not the, ma- the plastic in the ocean and then most of it comes from China. <laughs> yes, I was about to say most of it comes from China, then I think it's India. We don't account for for a lot of waste for the United States itself. <laughs> Yet somehow some way there's like this underlying thing where like I guess people think that we're just like terrible when it comes to that stuff and we're not. Yeah, and just perfect clear-cut examples of of the left always trying to reinvent the wheel yeah harass people the, harass the hard-working people and, and the blame people the wrong that, person and, and and exactly placing the blame in the wrong place and 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 that's what's wrong and and pretty much what you get in those top five you get like a camilla harris you get a bernie sanders you get the people that really this is like you said their haven and this is why you're not going to win 2020 until you stop it's like you're forcing you're forcing your way in and it's like it's not working it didn't work just stop it please and they're they're not learning and they're gonna learn the hard way because because that that is one thing that that uh i guess on, on from the perspective of the left that they 
totally overlook is like when the money's right and the economy's good that's what you know families care about and people yeah. care about because they're, they're, they're really all, all they're trying to do is they're trying to live you know yeah not everyone's going to be a ceo or people just want a, a a good place to live they want their money to go somewhere not get taxed an arm and a leg and then like just be in ruins and, and essentially that's what you're getting in san francisco or you're getting if you're not getting that all the garbage on the floor then you're getting all types of all types of crime everywhere like in chicago yeah which is terrible so speaking of crime rape is crime <laughs> Great. And, and glad it is i'm glad it is and yes and and charlemagne the god has recently been accused of being a rapist and uh the the example or or the evidence i should say of him being a rapist was pulled from one of his podcasts where he's talking about having drinks with a girl a lady and uh putting spanish fly in in her drink which if people don't know what spanish fly is it's like an aphrodisiac yeah. that's people say and and that i've read doesn't even really work on women yeah. it, it mostly works on men and that was that, the first thing I asked when you said that. And that she, and that she, you know, her, him, and the girl ended up ended up having sex. And this guy in the video that that he first plays the clip, and then he talks about, you know, how he was a Charlemagne fan, and it's hard for him to talk about, but he has to talk about it because, because this is rape and it's wrong and this and that. First thing I will say about dude, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his other videos. Have you ever seen that guy before? No, no, I have not. He's definitely a pussy pander. Like oh. he panders to the pussy. He, he every little th every video he does, it's girl. You need a you need to rate him because he's not good enough. Just like guys rate you, y'all need to rate guys like that. That kind of that kind of clown ass shit. Whatever. What's up dude. with dude, man? Man, what's to him? What the <laughs> fuck is to him? So so that that's the first thing that I'll I'll say about him. Secondly. And you know, you tell me what you think about this. He in his in his narrative of 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 what Charlemagne says on on his podcast with Andrew Schultz, the word rape gets thrown around in 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 the in the audio very loosely, very loosely, yeah. very loosely. And and I think he's taking that and he's running with it. And he never really in his narrative gives a clear cut example. Or, 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 yeah, just like really like displays or portrays, you know, where the rape is taking place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because even Char in the in the audio, Charlemagne even says, "Yeah, we woke up the next morning. We talked about what happened, and the girl she does admit that she, you know, she wasn't completely coherent because they were drinking and everything like that. But you know, Charlemagne told her, "Yeah, this is what happened. Yada yada yada," which. It's not the first time that that has taken place in the world where two people are out drinking or doing drugs or doing whatever they're doing, and you know they wake up and it's all oh, you know. Did we do it? What took place? You know. Yeah, well, and and another thing that he used very loosely is that he spiked her, or that Charlemagne spiked her drink, which was again the first thing I asked you. Oh, what Spanish fly? Because I had never heard of it. So then we went ahead. You explained. I googled it. And there's nothing spiking the drink like you're making it sound like like he's he roofing yeah yeah like yeah. He's roof, <laughs> roofing them yeah and he's putting her to sleep or something when in reality that's used again to 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 for sexual I guess to increase your sexual libido 
and and, and as you say, I guess it works more on men. So or or people have been saying that. So it, it's not like he spiked it and and now she she's disoriented, and uh, then then she she's drunk and then and then and Charlamagne even says in there that she's not out cold. That yeah, she's yeah, not she, like she's not out. out cold. She he says that that she's out of it in the sense of in the sense of she's buzzed and she's yeah. drunk or whatever. But he doesn't say that he wasn't. He says they were drinking. He yeah. said, even says the drink they were drinking, E and J. So, you know what I'm saying. All of that has to be taken in, into in, into context. And and not only that, what you're saying, because I remember when, uh, a while back uh, you had went over like what is constituted as uh, rape culture, which was like a glaring, I think, misstep in how they look at that shit. Which is, have you had a drink? Yeah. Before you slept with this man. Well, listen, when you go yeah. out, you know, not everyone drinks. I know that, but when people go out, they drink. What? So you're not supposed to have sex after that. Yeah. You know, like. What if you've been dating or you're married and you're drinking like, and then she's kind of messed up because she, her, her her tolerance is a little less than his. So oh fuck, well, and, and that that's hit. the that statistic. Like when I when I did research on that, mm-hmm. it's so crazy and and so glaring to me that it's it's beyond any any reason that I can see why people would even like take that statistic serious and that's because that statistic yeah. is where the whole one in four girls on a college campus will be raped during their time in in college and that's crazy that's like some fucking epidemic type shit yeah and it's not that then when you find out okay how do they get to that statistic and you really break it down and some of the questions that they were asking women that were part of the the whole research yeah is like where in this is rape when you yeah. say, "Hey, have you ever been out with a guy who who bought you drinks, who bought you alcohol or drugs, who you later ended up having sex with?" Okay, how where in there does that say that they were raped? Or or, yeah. or the the other one that was real crazy? Have you ever had sex with a man and whom you later regretted having sex with? What? How yeah. is that? That, that <laughs> what is that's not rape. They're just buyer's remorse. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle said. Yeah. That's buyer's remorse. Like, you can't be mad because you got buyer's remorse. Exactly. So it is what it is. But, but and that's where I feel like it's loose. It's very loose the way... Because, like, it completely takes away our our animal instinct to have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so now we have to be, like, robots and, like, ask... Well, you know, every thirty minutes, as you're as you're hitting that, like, oh hey, is are we still cool? Is this fine? Well, that's one of the that's one of the things, one of the main reasons why I feel like all of this stuff is taking place culturally. But when you see it happen, like in the legal system, you're not getting the same results as you're getting from the court of the public opinion, no. because in the courts they have terminology like implied consent where it's like listen by your like you because the the biggest thing is always this at any point at any point did you ever tell the guy no or stop or 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 anything like that okay no but still some people might say well well that you don't that necessarily doesn't have to take place because maybe maybe she's incapacitated or whatever the case but no is big, like saying no. But yeah. but then the other thing is, are your actions cohesive with sexual activity? 
And that's where the whole implied consent thing comes in. And that's where, like, what we talked about with the whole Aziz and Zari, where yeah. it's like... Oh, I was about to bring that up. It's like, dude is going down on you, and then and then it's Just like, tell him, no, you don't want to get eaten out. You, you know, and then... No, 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 no. No, she... she from what I gathered, she yeah. was good with that yeah, part. Yeah, I know. It, it, was, it was the part where, where it was... <laughs> Her turn to dome him up, yes, and, and I didn't she, want to. Oh, it's, oh, bitch, would, oh, you? would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, what do you? What the fuck is going on here? And that's the thing, and but, that she felt pressured and yeah, all this stuff. But I think like a, a, a sexual experience has to kind of go with like physical cues. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, how weird. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, may I have sex with you? No, you, you know what's crazy, though? <laughs> it, like, take that logic, like that, this, this crazy, like, you know, feminist rape culture logic, and, and apply it to, like, other aspects of life. Like, apply it to, like, playing basketball. Yeah. And, like, whereas, like, before you do anything... Anywhere on the court, it's like you you were asking for consent. So it's like there's no there's no more like no look pass because you have to. May I pass it? May I pass you the ball? Yes, you may. It's like it's like you know. Thank you. Yeah. The the the, the center is under the rim. Hey, I'm open. Like oh oh. Should I pass it to you thank, or to the guy who's cutting into the rim right thanks now? Thanks for communicating that with me. I'll think about passing it to you next time we're in such a... It's like, come on. There's no way you can beat Golden State that way. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the weakest team in the league? You ain't even going to be that... Yeah. Beat them that way. Like, but that's my point is... My point is this, is that there's some things in life, like you said, you're just taking physical cues and you're going off of the rhythm of what's taking place. Dancing is like that. But, but even, 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 even with that though... You still have the fail safe and the fail safe is the word no. Like if you say no, but but what's what's totally insane to me is when there's there's Im- implied consent popping off and and everything that you're doing is cohesive with with, you know, sexual activity mm-hmm. and you never say no, but yet somehow this is rape. Th- that is what is just yeah. b- beyond any any reasoning to me. Well, even even uh Charlamagne was saying in the videos that, yeah, we knew, you know, we wanted to do it with each other. And then afterwards, she's like, oh, I don't remember, but I'm glad it was you saying yeah. like, yeah, I would have, I would have sex with you, you know, because I, and then, and then dude on. was like, oh, and this is what makes it hard for victims to come forward. And then he gives the most horrible example of, of Terry Crews. That's why Terry Crews didn't come for Terry Crews is a man who at some party they some gay dude grabbed his joint and he kept it a secret. To me, that's crazy enough that like dude never even like did anything about that. Yeah. And you know what's funny? What was? Because well, I'm a black man. What out of here, bro? Beat his ass. But but even but what's crazy about that is this. Listen, because <laughs> the way Terry Truth describes it is that dude just walked up, and like I don't know if they started and he got and he grabbed him a handful yeah. exactly. Yeah. He he got he got you know he grabbed his joint. But this is what's crazy to me. Think about like all the times that 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 you, me, and our friends have played around, like where we like do the, like the locker room slap or whatever, and yeah, then yeah. we'll be like, "Ah, oh, bitch!" Like what? Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just the natural reaction, and we the reason we do that is because we know that we're gonna react so like like crazy and outlandish yeah. because it's just natural. You can't even at that point. 
I don't think you can even prevent it. So, and, and these are with like your friends, your brothers, the guys you grew up with. If some it's, random dude at a party just comes up and grabs your joint, are you telling me your natural reaction isn't going to be at very least to be like, yo, the what up. the fuck, or push him? We're not saying like like beat him to a pulp, but Will but Smith like, had a situation like that. I don't yeah, know if you ever yeah, seen it. where like do try to kiss him or some and shit. He, like, he kind of like pushed him away and then he slapped him. He yeah. kind of backhanded, not not like a, a hard backhand, <laughs> like, but he's like, bitch, relax. I'm Will Smith. You shouldn't be doing that shit to me. <laughs> it shit made me laugh because it didn't go with his character. I'm not. You think I I'm, I look like fucking Jamie Foxx? Like you, I'm Will Smith. <laughs> I'm Will Smith. Take this little backhand real quick. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. Even Will Smith, who's like the nicest guy, you know, like when I look at Terry Crews, who the fuck would go up to him and do some shit like that? First of all, right? But like, but dude, whatever, dude's <laughs> probably high out of his mind or whatever. But for you not to say or do anything, yeah. like I have no sympathy for. And you're a grown ass fucking swole ass dude. Yeah, come on, man. And then, did you see the video where he was like? Talking about it, uh, like I think it was a, a court or something. Yeah, he gave a speech. Yeah, I, I sent you all that shit. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, you did send it. Yeah. Oh my god, it was terrible. And then, and then, and then, just last week we we're talking about the View, and then they were asking Fifty Cent why he was making fun of him, and Fifty couldn't even really answer it because it was like, I'm not making fun of people who've been sexually abused. But how ridiculous is this? Like, you're like 300 pounds of pure muscle. And, like, you're talking about being sexually... Uh, come on, please stop it. <laughs> but dude grabbed his joint. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is grabbed me. That shit reminds me... That situation, you know what that reminds me of? That whole little thing, it reminds me of, like, fuck it, that, that, that scene in Pulp Fiction with, like, Ving Rhames and, like, Zed and the Gimp. And, like, they're... It's like... But obviously, like, Ving Rhames didn't allow himself to get raped. Like, they fucking, they they got dude. But it's like, is what is that what dude was on with Terry Crews? Yeah. You know, like, that kind of crazy ass shit. Had him fucking gagged. But, but yeah, so so back to the the whole Charlemagne thing. The guy gives that example, which yeah. is, like, the, like, probably the worst example you could give. <clears throat> but then he's talk, he goes on to say, you know, that's this is why victims don't come forward and this and that. When Charlemagne in the audio says that he told the girl what took place in case because she wasn't sure, no. he told her and that yeah we had sex and she's like I'm glad it was you. How was she a victim? Yeah. Why would she come to to the authorities? It's like yeah this guy, we had sex last night. I was glad that we did. What what are I'm you just talking letting about? you know? I've been raped. But it's cool, right? Because because I wanted sex from yeah. him. Like, like what? And the thing is, too, is like if Charlemagne had anything to hide, one, he wouldn't put it on the radio station or on, on his podcast, rather. And two, he wouldn't have told her. Exactly. He would have just ghosted. No, he's a hey. I had you know he he's being honest and, and transparent saying, about yeah. the situation. Absolutely. Because there was no ill intent. Like he wasn't trying to like run a train on her or nothing like that. He well, just, no, because he even says that in the video that yeah. his his guys and his cousins yeah. they wanted to, and he's like, nah, man, hell no, nah. yeah. and like. So even then, like he stood up for her. And it's yeah. like, nah, nah, we're not taking advantage of her. Like that's I'm not. We're not on that. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's, it's crazy. But so that's that's that side of Charlemagne. So we we just defended him. We went to bat for him. Like we were his attorneys. But now the other side that uh, it, it's damn. so funny. It's so funny because like, we just kind of spoke from like a more like legal side of things. But now speaking from a more cultural side, yeah. and this this is in reference to 
The NFL's policy starting this upcoming season where teams can be fined for players kneeling during the national anthem, uh, you know, the whole kneeling protest. If they yeah. do that during the national anthem, they can be fined. Mm-hmm. So certain owners and, and, and you know, certain uh, uh, administrators and, and management, they've been kind of developing their strategy as far as how they're going to handle things going into the next season. And Jerry Jones, who has always been very outspoken about these things, has, has said vocally out to the media that he's not even going to afford his team the opportunity to wait it out in the locker room. Like, you're going to be out there on the field, you're going to be standing, that's it, or you're not going to be a Dallas Cowboy. It is what it is. So, Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboy quarterback, was asked about that recently, and he pretty much said, well, you know, Jerry's philosophy on that doesn't really matter to me because I stand anyway, and I don't agree with kneeling during the National Anthem, uh, during the National Anthem, and, you know, I just don't think that this is the time or the venue to do so. Football yeah. is for something else, which has pretty much been our sentiments from the get-go when yeah. it when it comes to this whole thing. And then Charlemagne obviously gave him donkey of the day because he disagreed with him and said that he should kneel and, sh- and at, or at very least he should support people who kneel. What and, were your thoughts on that whole thing? Yeah, and if so... If you don't have anything good to say about it, don't say anything. Essentially, yeah. And and, and and to me, I don't agree with that at all. I feel that that um, because one of one of the reasons he said was because that's a, a a player's constitutional right. Yes, that's a constitutional right if you're living your life and not working for for a private industry. The private industry, the pi- private company, you know they. They get to set the rules how they want, right? That's why when when you work for for you know a, a job, you have a uniform, and there's a code of conduct or a dress code, yeah. all that, yeah, absolutely, all that stuff like how you wear your hair, what you can do, what type of makeup, how long could you wear skirts as a female, or is it just pants? Like what type? Everything, everything is 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 ran over, and to add to that, the NBA has. On, on their code of conduct like that, you can't do stuff like that, Neil or, or anything like that. That's why you didn't see NBA players do that. There's no complaint from the, you know, that the NBA has that. So what the NFL did was they saw that their fans weren't happy, right? So the people that, you know, the patrons or, or the patrons of, of, of the establishment are not happy with what's going on. And they're like, well, we have to appease the people that put food on our plate and the players' plates. So this is going to be something that we're going to go for, forward with. Now, they even left the option of staying in, in the, the locker, locker room, room or, or going out. So so on, on that end, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with, with Jerry Jones. You know, like if, if, that's, if, 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 the, if the NFL is giving you that wiggle room, okay, well, whatever. At least it's a more respectful way of, of going about things. But then... Even then, you know, Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. He has, you know, his philosophy, and if that's what he wants to do, he has the right to to do that. He could trade his players, and you know what I'm saying. So, so regardless, I, I there's really no in 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 no way, shape, or form that I would even agree with 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 Charlemagne on this. I mean, there's just no way. And it's funny to me because essentially what Charlemagne is saying when you with 
in regards to what you said with the you know players and the, it being their constitutional right. What he is saying is essentially that if an actor was in a movie and had some sort of political agenda, that the actor should be able to say whatever line in the movie about his political agenda that he wants. Yeah. So, like, let's say the movie is is about fucking Transformers. Yeah. And the actor is like, well, I'm a huge Black Lives Matter advocate. I need, I'm going to say a line in here about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And the director is like, no, you're not, because that this is a Transformers movie. Yeah. Oh. And then the actor is like, oh, this is a violation of my rights. No, motherfucker. Like, then don't be in this movie if you don't want to say oh. the lines that like you're given. This is the role that you're you're set. Now, when you're not on set and you're not you're not part of this movie, say whatever the fuck you want to say. But while you're right here, you're being an actor. And and it's funny to me because when I bring that up as an example. You see how outlandish it sounds. Yeah. Like what I just said as an example is is it's like very outlandish. That sounds crazy. But yeah. then it's the same capacity in the NFL. This is not like and I this is why I agree exactly with, with what Dak Prescott said. This is not the venue for that. Yeah. This is not your platform. Like like <laughs> Imagine Jack- start a YouTube channel, start any anything that that you want. That it's your platform. This is not your platform. Yeah. This is a shared platform, paid for by viewers, by audience, <laughs> yeah. by all these people. No, what what makes you think that this is okay? Yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't be a bad sketch. You just like like if like Django Unchained, like Calvin Candy, is all about Black Lives. So DiCaprio's, like, I gotta say something about that. But then Jamie but, but, Fox but as, is about All Lives Matter or some shit. Yeah, but as the characters as the are characters. the uh, opposite, that's pretty. That's that would be funny. So and then like everyone else is like, no, no, but this, no, Blue Lives Matter, no, this. So everyone's mm-hmm. arguing. It's like we're making a movie here about this, and this is what we're gonna make the movie about. All right. Yeah, that would be that would be funny. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, you're you're right. Like you can't because you and, and then another thing too that that um that Dak Prescott um made a point which uh, I felt that Charlemagne breezed through it and and didn't even acknowledge it is like well he did acknowledge it but he didn't do a very good job of acknowledging it was when Dak Prescott said I'm about action right so like you don't like to kneel but let's say let let's say you have a program for kids like. In, in bad neighborhoods that that you know like puts them in a program like a football program so you're just going to totally discredit that yeah or if, if 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 you're doing a fundraiser for for you know for certain things like i think action does speak louder than words oh yeah absolutely you know so like to me it's like okay you're kneeling but what what are you really doing oh well you're putting you, you're giving the eyes to the people so they could pay attention no why don't you just do something like it's better to do something to me if you really feel strongly about that and then do that on your own time. You're using like a time where you're supposed to be working for, you know, your job. And it's like, okay, well, you, you could do that on your own time and, and raise awareness. And that's fine. That's action. That's action. And then and then Charlemagne was like, oh, well, no, you know, he said, well, how can you talk about the people kneeling or whatever, this, this and that? What? what we're not talking about them. We're just saying that, or or in this case, Dak Prescott is not talking about. It. He's just saying like, you know, I don't agree with that, and he has he's entitled to his own opinion. And obviously, the NFL sides with him on that opinion. Like, this is not the time or place. Exactly. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening every Tuesday. 
We will be back next Tuesday with another episode. In the meantime, go on over to Twitter where a whole bunch of stuff takes place in between episodes. So you can check that out. Follow us at Hanging With Apes. Sign up for our newsletter at HangingWithApes.com. Remember, we are now on Spotify. So if you want to listen to us on Spotify, if you know people that have Spotify, you want to share the podcast with them, please do so. It's always appreciated. And if you rate us on iTunes, it's greatly appreciated as well. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.